I paced the floor as I waited on Jenna to call me into the courtroom to testify. As I stood in the bailiff's quarters, all I could think about was all the shit I had been through. Visions of Q flashed in my mind when I closed my eyes and tried to make sense of what happened. It had been one month since his disappearance, and we were no closer to finding out what happened. We all had our theories with the police saying Karima and I had killed him and thrown him overboard. I kind of thought that too, but my memory from that night was so fucked up. I didn't know what was real and what wasn't because everything just ran together. All I knew was that he was gone and we were finally free to live our lives. Things were good at home. My son was fine and my cases were better than ever. I had learned to look at shit from both sides and suddenly the things, my most two recent cases involving Kaymari and Larikas didn't seem so off the wall. I saw what it meant to be pushed too far and I wanted nothing more than to help them out. After interviewing their kids and character witnesses, I found out they were both some really good dudes. A few weeks of personal interviews and meetings with them helped solidify those facts. Kaymari, although aggressive, was a family man who just wanted family. He had tried to live peacefully, but was pushed to something others couldn't understand. I understood, though, and that's why I was there to speak on his behalf. I was there to speak for him and Larikas, because I knew what they had been through. I didn't know if they were innocent of the crimes they were accused of, though. However, I couldn't go on that shit because I wasn't even sure about myself. That's why, despite the shit I was going through, I had remained on their cases and put my neck on the line. I was anxious to get the shit over with, though, as I paced the floor and watched the clock. Come on, Jenna, I said out loud, as my phone suddenly began to ring in my purse. I quickly pulled it out to stop the ringing before I answered. Yes, this is Shayla Morris, I said, professionally thinking it was someone from my job. When no one said anything back right away, I changed into ghetto Shay. Hello? Who is this? I don't have time for games. I yelled into the phone, anxious as I stared at the door again. After I said that, I heard the woman on the other voice clear her throat and speak in this low, timid voice. <clears throat> Shayla Morris, the CPS worker whose baby daddy was cute? The woman asked as I looked around crazy trying to figure out who the bitch was. I asked her that with an attitude as I finally sat down and waited on her response. She smacked her lips and sucked her breath before she told me who she was. This is Remy, and you don't know me, but I know you. I just wanted you to know that I got something that belongs to you. I can't tell you how I got it, but I definitely think you want to see it. It's some photos of you and Karima Rogers in a sauna on a cruise. I have knowledge that this information was going to be used against you at the hearing today as you testify for Kamari and Larikas. Just know that this shit won't make it there and that I hear you're an ace in the hole in the courtroom. It's still a detective out for your blood, so just look out for a sister with the big afro. She'll have the information that can erase anything the detective says about you, so just play it cool. Everything is almost over, my sister. We are almost free. No more bitter baby daddies who just can't let go. I just wanted to drop you this knowledge. So just remember, be cool. The woman said, 
As I asked her who she was related to, and she told me that didn't matter. You'll meet me in due time, sister. Right now, just handle your business. I will tell you, though, Ahmad Waters was a bit of baby daddy, too, the woman said, and I instantly knew who she was. Thank you, Remy. Yes, we have to make all the bitter baby daddies disappear. Talk to you soon, I said, as she laughed, then we hung up the phone.